Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lemonade Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Anyard, as always. And today we have a returning guest, but she hasn't been here for a while. But she's back, Philippa, from South Africa. How's it going, Philippa? Hi, I'm great. It's good to be back. It's been a really long time, but it's really good to be back. And thank you for having me. Of course. Well, yeah, we're obviously happy to have you here. Uh, I, I is almost summer down there right now, correct? It is summer. It is super hot here. So I think we're, we're the total opposites. We're always, we're always the opposite of each other in terms of seasons. So it is hot. It is full-blown summer. I was going to say it's actually midnight here right now. Or So I'm in my apartment. <laughs> and I've got, so if anybody hears the heater in the background, it's the opposite of hot rhyme. <laughs> it is, it yes. is very, very cold right now. Um, yeah, in fact, I just finally got warmed up tonight. I went for a run earlier and I was like, it, it's cold um but uh so how, how is your summer going so far i know that i remember i used to um i still have friends in south africa barbecues mm-hmm. are always yukon brides are usually very very i probably pronounced that wrong my apologies if i did no you got it right you got it right <laughs> i know they're a big thing in <laughs> south africa uh how's your mm-hmm. summer going so far it's going super super well so far i'm really excited because in about a week's time i'm gonna fly down to cape town and i'm gonna do like a garden route road trip type of thing with my boyfriend and some friends so that's going to be really fun um and we're going to go to the beach we're going to we might go bungee jumping i might chicken out but that is a potential on the list of things to do i know that everyone else won't chicken out but i will probably chicken out so that's like a maybe um otherwise it's been really good i've had a lot of family time i've been enjoying family time and spending a lot of time with them so um it's been going really well except i'm being attacked by mosquitoes every day but that is my usual summer so that's how what can i do i don't know why we're obviously tasty people because i have i i have have pictures like my legs and they're just covered in welts from mosquito bites yep it has to be i i always tell myself that it's it's a good thing i'm delicious must be (laughs) exactly (laughs) <laughs> uh, I will tell you this much. Don't feel bad about the bungee jumping thing. I do a lot of stuff like climbing and stuff like that. And people go, oh, you're not scared of anything. You put me at a bungee jump and I don't know if I could do it. So right. don't feel mm-hmm. bad about it. I'm like, I don't know. That That's just not enough. They're holding me up. I feel like Exactly. And it's the upside down thing that kind of freaks yeah. me out. The way that you're, you're attached by your feet. That freaks me out. If I was attached in a different way, I think if there was a harness around my body or something, I'd feel... Right. better but the fact that it's just your feet and you're free falling no and the fact too that like is... these videos where they like they get tired of the person waiting and they just like push them and you're like no you can't do that to somebody exactly what is that no Mm-mm. yeah so I, i'll ask you though because I'm, I'm a huge surfing fan i know that there's it's huge uh in south africa especially um on the coast um uh-huh. but uh, now are you did you participate or do you like surfing or um i've never actually well i took a beginner surfing class about like four years ago that was the first time i ever did it and i wasn't too bad i was i surprised myself i actually really enjoyed it um i must admit i was broken afterwards because as as you know like you need so much strength to be able to do it and um i was proud because for my first lesson i was able to stand and i balanced for about like i think the lady said like five five seconds which is good for me because I, I was really happy with that. That was that was good. I stood up. Um, so I I did I did that. But then COVID kind of came along after that because I mean I, I I don't live by the coast, 
so I don't really get the opportunity to do it you know often so um, I wasn't in Cape Town for a really long time and then COVID hit and then obviously that just kept me on lockdown here so um, I've never actually tried it again I really want to though but I'm also too afraid of sharks so I'm always kind of torn do I really get into it or do I not because as you know I'm sure you do know but great white sharks are are in Cape Town so job by the way there's watching i've watched there's the shark spotters on the cliffs in 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 uh africa i'm like that is my dream job if i could just spot great white sharks all day i'd be like that'd be a blast but i was down in actually i'm sure i think you've been to you've been to california right and yes i was down in uh uh, san clemente earlier on this Mm -hmm. this uh this year and there there was this beach called uh it's called t street beach and they were surfing and i didn't get a chance to surf but i was I'm, i've been a huge fan i love watching the competitions i have it on like world surf league all the time on youtube and mm-hmm. um and but i was so excited i got a bunch of pictures so i would love to at some point too, like come to south africa or australia all these great great surf and actually surf <laughs> that would be nice yeah here in, i don't know if you've been to the pacific northwest here in, in uh united states but we we like have the, the Puget Sound, so it's not open ocean. Mm. It's ocean, but it's not open with all the waves. So we have pe- uh-huh. we paddle, like, paddleboard all the time. But oh, okay, yes. So we got I the balance you. part down, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, uh, but of course, we're gonna get to your songs here in a minute. But I did, I do recall, I believe a few months ago, if I and correct me if I'm wrong, but on your Instagram, I believe you dress up as Morticia Adams for Halloween, correct? Or around that? Yes, How- I did. I did. Now, have, I don't know if it's even on down there, but like there's the new series on Netflix Wednesday that I just watched. Are, have mm-hmm. you watched it yet? I am like on season five. So I've been enjoying it. I kind of binged it for a day. I kind of watched like four episodes in a row because it was so entertaining. And it was such good timing because I think I just decided to do Morticia randomly. It wasn't even, you know, I didn't even know about Wednesday coming out. I'd heard rumors, but um, and I love the Adams family. Weird enough, though, I, I love Morticia um, as a character more than I ever loved Wednesday. But now after watching Wednesday, I'm totally a Wednesday fan. Cause I think she does such a good job of capturing Wednesday. So, um, but yeah, the Adams family is awesome and I'm pale. So I was like, huh, who, who can I dress up as? And I was like, there we go. I am blonde now though. Um, I think if, uh, went back, so I had to, I had to improvise and I ended up putting my, my clip in hair extensions, like all the way up here and it worked. So like, you know, DIY. It perfect. The, the, the it album. worked great it was spot on and uh, yeah loved it and yeah you're right when jenna ortega so great as, as oh Wednesday. yeah and, um I don't, have you got to the episode where she does the dance like she's like in the yes so great love like, it so good really iconic um now you did have an uh, a single that came out as well we're going to be talking about your brand new single and a few but you did have uh, a single that came out earlier in the summer and uh, so mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about this called no words and uh, I want to say too before, not to to interrupt there, but um, I remember when you were on the show the first time. I loved your stuff. Your, your music was so great. But I, when I listened to that song earlier on this year, and I have mm-hmm. gotten the chance to listen to your brand new single coming up, you've got you've grown so much. By the way, it's so. Oh, good. thank you. And thank so, you. so yeah, I would love to hear about No Words. Such a great song. Great, thank you. Um, you know, that's always like the best thing to hear, though, because I think as an artist, you always just want to keep growing. So when someone tells you that, it's just it's such a such a relief because you kind of I, I think for me no words was kind of a step into a whole new direction yeah. um it was it was kind of um the sound was a little different to what i usually got going on and it was you know it was kind of a little bit of a risky song i would say 
Um, so I was, I'm really happy to, to have had such a good response to it. Um, so yeah, no words. I basically, I mean, I am the master of writing about not actually caring about what people think about what I write. And I'm very authentic about it. Um, I kind of use my music as a way to, to indulge my fantasies and indulge my, and, and, and put out my deepest, darkest thoughts and what I feel about someone or what I don't. And, um, no words was basically just something I wanted to write about this, this chemistry that you have between two people without needing words, you know? And I was like, oh, this happens so many times and this happens to so many people. It's such a relatable thing. And I think, um, a lot of people haven't really spoken about that, you know, like people have spoken about having a connection with someone, but I think, um, I wanted to write it from that perspective of, you know, just being able to look at someone and having that spark and having that chemistry and having to not use your words to communicate it and using your body language and all of that. So I thought it was a really cool way of writing about that feeling. Um, and the, the production was also something that actually took a while to develop. We had so many different ideas and I kept going back and forth and I kept getting stuck on the, on the hook, on the chorus. And I didn't really know how to proceed. And it was, it it took a long time to really get to where it is now. Um, and I'm really happy that I allowed that time for it to progress into what it did. Um, and I I really love it. I think it's got like an awesome groove and I loved, um, doing it. I loved singing it. I loved how it turned out. That's kind of the tough thing, right? When you, you mentioned kind of having the patience through that process, because you're always like, oh my gosh, I oh, want yeah. to do this. And uh, you're right, you absolutely, and you, uh, you you hit it perfectly, what you just you know described, uh, how that, what it comes across in the song. So absolutely love it. And in fact, we're going to play it here. So uh, yeah, if you want to introduce it, go right ahead. Great. Hi, uh, this is Philippe. Okay, I've been speaking this whole time, so it's weird saying hi, but this is Philippe. And <laughs> You're listening to No Words. This is my single, No Words, and I really hope you love it. (laughs) Everybody talking like they know about it. Baby, the way that we do. You can almost feel the static. Killing the sound in this room. Moving like we're making up a secret language. Thirsting on me with your eyes. No one has to understand it. No one has to understand it. It's like you're inside of my mind. Finishing all of my life.
All right, we're back. That was no words. And uh, now it's it's interesting too, because I'll often look at things right now. We're going through this end of the year thing where Spotify wraps comes up and such. And there's lots of discussion mm-hmm. about how streaming services and how they, you know, how it works with artists and such. Now mm-hmm. there's also this thing where I find that certain songs that I will, I, I've interviewed so many talented artists like yourself, and yeah. there'll be these songs that are absolutely excellent that, that these mm-hmm. artists, uh, and there'll be the ones that are great songs still, but they're just ones you would never guess. And they're at the top, whatever. Do you, find it yeah. hard in this day and age when it comes to virality and all that sort of thing to be an artist. And especially when you have this stuff that is just, you know, that you're like, that you care more about, it might be even more of a passion project for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. I think it's one of the trickiest things. Your self-esteem is always going up and down because, um, you know, it's so difficult for you as an artist to, to spend so much time and put in so much love into a project and that you that you really believe in and then it not really working out the way you'd expect or you know and i i think i think it makes you doubt yourself but again it's it's tricky and you have to remind yourself that it is such a subjective thing you cannot like you know put your worth into you know how many streams you got on a song um defining what that song is and what that song means um i think for me i've always tried to try to level my head and try to remind myself that you know if i can make one person love my song that's all that really matters and that's what should matter it's because we we get caught up especially today um in today's time we get caught up in how many likes we get on a picture and how many reshares we get on a video like it's it's crazy and how many streams we get on a song and that defines everything about us and i think as an artist you just gotta love what you do and you gotta remind yourself that if it touches one person that's what should matter and if it touches you because i think if you're happy with what you're putting out that's what really matters um because it's otherwise you're never going to be content you're never going to be happy and then your your music is going to become something that actually i don't know is is a is a negative or or Thing that makes you anxious in your life it's a negative thing and you don't want that you know you want to love what you do and you want to love creating music and you don't want it to taint your creativity so that's what i would say i think i have to keep reminding myself because obviously i have my days where i feel really low and i feel you know i question everything i question myself as an artist i question my music and i think oh because i only got x amount of streams i must not be that good you know and it's it's sad but it happens to all of us unfortunately but you know, you have to, you have to kind of remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing. No, you're so, that keeps you grounded. Yeah, you're so right. It's, it's, it's one of those things where I think the best artists out there, if they were asked, Hey, you're, if, if, you know, if you were told you're never going to make money off of this, you're never going to make this your career, would you keep doing it? And the best artists will say, of course I would, this is what I'm, this is what I am. And so um, I think from my, you know, from the perspective of somebody who, you know, we've had this, yeah, I mean, I'm a songwriter myself, but also from the perspective of having this magazine now for over, well, the podcast now, but you started as a magazine and uh, for over a decade is Mm -hmm. looking at it and going, oh my gosh, we see so many talented artists that come across this and, and, and you, and especially like I'm listening, you know, I'm very, very privilege to be able to listen to by the way to your song if you i know we're a little bit a week early this is going to come out in about a week this podcast episode but and i <laughs> listen to it i go oh my gosh like this is this is why i love what i do right because like this is like this is good stuff this is an artist who you know we really really love here at, at lemonade and so you know you want so badly to see that big you know big fame hit hit artists like yourself and so um so you just hope that i mean i remember gosh you think about like stars like christina perry who she literally mm-hmm. would never have gotten big if not for Jar of Hearts being on So You Think You Can Dance. Somebody randomly mm-hmm. listened to it 
So you just don't know what's going to hit sometimes. It can just come out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't have the song and if you don't write that song and you don't believe in that song, it, that moment will never come. So you just got to keep going. And I mean, I've been doing it for a really long time and there's been many moments when I've, you know, thought about like, oh, okay, well, am I doing the right thing? But the answer is always, you know, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. And if it never happens, it never happens, but I'm still, you know, I'm still going to try. So well, yeah. it's, it's already happening. The fact that you are extremely talented and it's great that there's a lot more than just one person, by the way, for, uh, for, for song that are enjoying <laughs> your stuff. And so it's great, to, it's great that people are, are being able to enjoy your stuff. Um, I got to ask before we get into the, to the new song, um, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, we, we all, uh, have different ways of celebrating the holidays, especially when we're in different hemispheres. You, we mentioned earlier, you're in the summer there. What yeah. is Christmas like, I mean, or whatever holidays anybody celebrates in South Africa mm -hmm. at, at individually um what is it like for you for your family in particular what is it like celebrating in the summer a holiday that is known for all the snowy songs and all that kind of thing? yeah yeah um it is I, okay so first of all i i do come from portuguese background so we have a lot of portuguese traditions wow. that we have you see yeah <laughs> so we we i mean since i was a kid i've this has been it's been christmas eve dinner and it's at midnight you open presents so we don't do the you know morning of christmas opening gifts um right. tradition we, we we have like a huge dinner with everyone and, and we eat the same meals every christmas eve and every christmas it's like our traditional i know i know like it, it's very similar thanksgiving on your on your side like it's the turkey and the like we you know we have the same kind of thing where it's the same thing that we eat and we know where and even desserts and everything like we're super strict on that especially my mom she is like she is like a, a tradition keeper. So, um, and it's, and it's definitely a family thing. Like I feel, I'd, I, I wouldn't feel right. I wouldn't feel like Christmas if I wasn't with my whole family. So there's just a lot of us. And, um, we, we always, another little cute thing my mom and I do is we always make sure we wear a Christmas color on Christmas Eve. So we're either dressed in red, green, gold, silver, mainly those yeah red green gold and silver are like the main things we do but we always dress up and we um we have we for the little kids um we always have someone dress as santa and then like about 10 minutes to midnight we we have the whole gear and the beard and everything and that person will come um walking down down our our street and they'll give they'll they'll bring like a bag of gifts and it always has you know the kids gifts in it so we do that for the kids which is really cute um my i'm i'm an aunt uh so my brother my, my nephew is three years old so now that he's here i mean we we're starting to do the whole santa thing which is fun because all, all of us kids have grown up now so we didn't have santa for a while but now we have it we have santa again so we do that and we then we all come back on christmas day and we have this huge lunch and we just chill so um I would say those are the, the big things that we really do, but it's, it's just, it's more about the food. I would say the food is like amazing and it's always the same. And I look forward to this one dish on Christmas day, the whole year, <laughs> I so, can... the whole year. Right. I there, look forward to it. Desserts, you have the tarts because you said Portuguese. Yes, 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 we do. And we have arrojdos, which is, I don't know if you know that, but it's like this, this rice pudding. Yes. So it's like a, yeah, so we have that. And then we, we do like this kind of French toast type of dessert where you take like bread and then you, yeah, I, I think it's like French toast. I haven't had proper French toast before. 
but it's you take bread and you dip it in milk and then sugar and cinnamon and then you fry it so that's like something we have um and then we have oh we have this portuguese cake like a fruit cake that i don't like <laughs> most of us don't like but my mom insists like no we need that cake and then she loves it but no one else does and then we have this weird meat cake which the only people in the whole family that don't like it is me and my brother but everyone loves it i mean you, you take like a whole bunch of different meats like a uh, pork chicken i think there's beef in there as well and and then you make you literally bake it into oh this it's like a it's like a meat cake it literally is and you slice it afterwards so everyone loves it now it's great say, um, it, yeah sorry, sorry yeah. but no i will say as somebody now i'll be fully honest i have not eaten meat half my life but I, it doesn't uh -huh. even from before that it does not sound appealing to me whatsoever i can see <laughs> that's the thing because for me it's like it's supposed to it tastes too much like a cake it's not right. sweet though it's like an unsweet cake but i'm like why why would you put meat in a cake it's just not it doesn't blend for me but i mean everyone else thinks it's the most delicious thing ever but i i cannot relate i mean i, I it's not that i don't love the meat or anything like that i mean i i'm a meat eater and all of that but like <laughs> It's just the combination. Like, do not mix cake with meat. What is that? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. My, now, it's funny. My friend, I mentioned, you know, the, the, the desserts and such, the Portuguese desserts. It's funny because actually, in all fairness, I have to credit my, my friend who is Dutch. They're not Portuguese. And they make them every single year. It's like tradition uh, for them. And so that's how I know about a lot of this stuff is because of uh -huh. my friend of all people um yeah but, um but yeah no it's uh it, it's always great that like you mentioned we have here of course we have like you mentioned thanksgiving and it's like mm -hmm. literally a month till we have christmas and so yeah. then you just end up especially if you're somebody like myself who's like you know trying not to eat too much and you just end up <laughs> feeling like it's like those two days take you they take you on a trip until like march and yeah. you're finally like okay i can get back into it. oh definitely and the leftovers it's just like you just feel like you're eating leftovers for like a whole two weeks so yeah, it's, I, it's a thing i have some canadian family and so me and my mom have we have like a canadian thanksgiving uh, dinner as well in october so we like have three months in a row of <laughs> meals but just, um that's good now I don't know if you're we we're mentioning Portugal. I don't know if you're if you're a fan of of, of football soccer as we call it here. But um, have of course it's weird this year. We have the World Cup around the holidays. Uh -huh, have you, uh -huh. have you been paying attention? And are you a Portugal fan? I have. I um I'm not a sports fan whatsoever. So in general, um, you will not find me watching sport or following sport. Um, and it's it's like a it's just a thing. But I think soccer is the one or football, the correct way to say it, apparently. Um, it is, it is, um, I, I think it's the one sport that I will keep up with, especially with the World Cup. Um, and I, of course, I do support Portugal. So I have been keeping up with it. I have been, um, and I and I actually watched the game uh, where Ronaldo scored. Um, wait, he scored in both games, right? Yeah, well, but I, I watched because his head scruffed it. Didn't touch. Yeah, yeah. He didn't really. But I mean, you know, it's fine. Let him let him have it. I don't know. Yeah, um, they've been dissecting that all over the place here. Like, did he? Oh yeah. It? Yeah, it's a big thing. Did he or didn't he? But I mean, I don't know. It's so tricky because from certain angles, it looks like he did, but then you actually see the other angle where it just like grazes his head. But you think, I know, did the graze, his graze kind of direct it or did it not? 
Who knows? I mean, but there's a goal, so. Um, All that matters back of the net. You know. But uh, yeah, weird fun fact. Um, actually, the 2010 World Cup, when it was obviously, I'm sure yeah. you know, it's in, it was in South Africa, and I I sang the Portuguese national anthem at a friendly oh, game really? before it started. Yeah. Um. So that was pretty cool because I was like in in the middle of the whole stadium, and um, you know, and then I was singing the anthem, and Ronaldo was like singing along to me. So I was like, that was my one moment of like, wow. <laughs> Kind of funny because there used to be this girl yeah. who I went out with from Pretoria, and she mm-hmm. and uh, and I wasn't there with her, obviously. But um, but yeah. she would talk about that 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 um that uh, World Cup because she's she had like very dark hair and mm-hmm. she was very very pale, and so the Americans who came to the to the uh, World Cup were very like they they kept like kind of making it out about how she was goth and she wasn't trying to be goth. And so she always bring up about how obsessed the American fans were about her being goth, even though yeah. she wasn't intending that. And exactly. Yeah, so always I always hear stories about that. I, of course, I, I'm a huge fan, so I watch every World Cup. But yeah, that was actually right. it was a fun a fun uh, fun year for the World Cup as well. So yeah, it was. It really was. It was that's awesome. Sing the anthem. That's that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And uh, now, so of course, now all that's left is we do have your brand new single that, of course, like we said, this show will be coming out in about a week, but uh, mm-hmm. so it'll be out by the time this is out. But uh, Jokes on You is a great, great song. I actually, when I listened to that mm-hmm. one, after I listened to No Words, I was like, okay, let's see what the, ne- the new one's like. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is better, even better. Thank so, you. Like, Yay. About it and uh, what the song is about. Great. Well, this is this is was such a um, a different another different avenue that I went to. It's the sound is totally different from what I would usually do as well. But I mean, the the reason why is it was actually written in a very different way to to what my other songs are usually written, um, how they're usually written. So um, I had a brief. This was actually for um, a sync brief that I had gotten. And it was for that Selena Gomez, uh, No Murders in the Building series yeah. with Steve Martin. Yeah. yeah. And that was, we were writing for, for that show actually. And we had gotten a brief and that inspired the jokes on you. Um, obviously like you, you get a brief and you're told, okay, it's a murder mystery. And these are kind of keywords. And this is kind of what we're looking for and something like this. And, and from there, you know, obviously you, you, you take your spin on it. And the thing is, I think it's really hard to write to brief. I struggle with that the most because um, sync, sync writing is something I've been getting into and I really love it. Um, it pushes me out of my comfort zone. And um, the funny thing is, like, I, I will still always make it relate to myself because I think that come, that makes it more authentic. And as an artist, you, you, you find, you know, that relation between what you're kind of writing towards and what you've experienced. And I, I, you know, I thought, you know, what, what would be a cool way to, I put myself in that position and I was like, if I was, if I was like really cool and badass and I, and I was like a detective or if I was like, you know, I was like trying to put myself in all these scenarios and I was thinking, what, you know, I, I would totally be one step ahead of the other person. You know, I would, I'd probably be that detective that's like, oh, I don't know anything. But meanwhile, I'm like two steps ahead and I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to catch you, you know? And that's kind of, I put myself in that position and, and that's where the jokes on you came from. I mean, I, I, I kind of put myself in this alter ego position where I was really confident in myself. And I was thinking, you know, I, I was also thinking of like, you know, all those people that have wronged you before and, you know, the, the concept of karma and the concept of that playing out and having your revenge moment 
in in something that has happened um I, you know and that's where it came from i think it it was it was so weird because it was i was pushed kind of to go there but i loved it at the same time um so yeah that's basically where it came from it came from you know me putting myself in that position and me thinking you know if i was really this cool person and this like really badass person and i knew everything how would i how would i plan out my revenge so um and i, th I think it's so cool because it can relate to any type of relationship in your life or any type of thing that you're going through you know it could be a romantic relationship where someone's done you wrong it could be a friendship where someone's done you wrong it, you know it could be a stranger so and I, and you know obviously because i'm super inspired by taylor swift which i'm sure everyone is um to some extent you know, the way, the way that she also writes about karma and the way that she writes about, you know, what comes around, goes around and all those, those concepts, because I think she's, she's got a lot of enemies and she's had a lot of enemies in life. But, um, I love the, I always love the way that she portrayed it and the way that she wrote about it, because it, it came from an empowering place where she, you know, she was confident and she, she owned it. So, um, I think that's also where I came from with the jokes on you. It was a place of, you know, I, I, I know myself and I know um, my worth and I'm confident and, you know, I'm going to catch you out on, on your, on your beep, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you feel free to curse on, on this uh, podcast, you're, you're free. Um, but it's, it's, it, that is the mark of a great writer, by the way, too, is somebody who can literally, cause often you hear writers talk about, you know, when the heartbreak goes away, it's even hard writing about happiness sometimes. And yet if mm -hmm. you can actually put yourself in a, in a situation like you did there, which is a totally out of the comfort zone. Uh, yeah. It's definitely a mark of a good writer there. So, and, and as for Taylor Swift, yes, I actually, I, I am in, in, in possession of one of the most uh, valuable things in the world right now, which is Taylor Swift tickets. And so, ah! <laughs> yeah. So like the fact that here that's, I think they're worth, like I bought them at thankfully before their resale and they're now worth, I think, like $1,400 US each. And, Craziness, yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I'm, I'm stoked, though. It's going to be in the summer, of course, next year. So we have amazing. That's going to be so yeah. uh, Super exciting. Yeah. That being said, though, everybody, uh, this is uh, Felipe's latest song, latest single, brand new. And it's called The Joke's On You. You thought you covered up all your mistakes You thought all your dirty secrets were safe I guess you're not so ahead of the game Uh-huh, uh-huh Put your familiar faces up on the shelf While you pretended you were somebody else You can blame this living hell on yourself Keeping score Got no place 
things up here that was again jokes on you and uh yeah so now we always talk a little bit about the holidays but i gotta ask you because we're we're coming right up on on the end of the year what mm -hmm. was who was an artist obviously taylor recently you know yeah obviously it's hard <laughs> to really think about somebody else right but uh, who were the artists that uh really defined your 2022 wow um i i'm gonna i'm gonna say two artists so in the beginning ish not in, not really yeah kind of beginning-ish of the year uh Fletcher I don't know if you've heard of yes. Fletcher yes, love Fletcher um and her latest album also came out and I I loved it and I delved into her old stuff too because I actually had discovered her old stuff on YouTube weirdly enough I her video showed up on I was watching I think I was watching some someone else's video and then hers just popped up and I was like wait great. this is great and then I I just delved into Fletcher and I really love her stuff um and I also, the 1975, I mean, their new album, just love it. And um, now my TikTok is flooded with the 1975. So I'm on that side of TikTok. It's literally just, it's like Maddie Healy everywhere. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm for it. Um, I think, I think the new album's amazing. And I think um, he is such a good performer. I think he's like, he just, he, I love it because he feels it. You can like see he's feeling it. And I mean, it, it's great. It's so dramatic and it's just super cool to watch. So um, I actually have two friends that went to, to see him live uh, or see them live. It's, it's, it's a band. I keep needing to remind myself um, and to see them live. And, and, and it was like, I, I would have loved to see them live. I think they're, they're a really awesome band to see live. Um, but yeah, I think the 1975 and Fletcher, I think those are the two artists that have also been like blasting almost every day so i'd say those well, yes yeah, 1975 mm -hmm. they're like totally like yeah they're just they're, they're great um there's been so many so much great music this year too it really has been a crazy oh, yeah. I, I was looking at my rap and i was like oh my god well not my rap i actually have apple music so i have a little bit <laughs> my, my, my playlist my 2022 playlist and uh just some really really great stuff this year and yeah fletcher is is 
finally starting to hear that name a lot more and so yes very very glad for uh, for uh, her success as well so mm-hmm. but uh, yeah it's been absolutely uh wonderful talking to you again and i want to also say uh yeah, happy holidays to you and your family i hope you have a Thank wonderful you. wonderful holiday season uh to you and your boyfriend as well and i hope you, and, and you said you're headed to cape town right so enjoy cape yes cape. thank yes. you thank you i know it's great and to you too Oh yeah, it's beautiful. So it's it's always a good time. But thank you for having me. It's awesome chatting. And also happy holidays to you and your family too. And hope that you have a great winter. <laughs> Cause I love winter though. So I'm kind of jealous. I I wish I always had a, a white Christmas and a cold Christmas. And but you know. I'm planning very, very hard to go to California very soon. <laughs> It's like you can get away from <laughs> from the winter it's cold but yeah. yeah but i but i understand it's right it's like you know it's something you guys don't get as much down there and so yes. uh, yeah you got sometimes on on the uh, what is that table mountain right sometimes yes. you get a little bit of snow on there but yeah. a little bit yeah but not enough for us to like you know walk in a, in snow and you know right. have to make snowmen because i i love it i spent i spent one christmas um in mountain high i went there to ski and everything and we were there for like two weeks Loved it because I, I got to build a snowman. Oh, nice. It was miniature and weird looking, but I loved it. So, it- and I, I love like the warmth. I don't know. I feel like it's more Christmassy if it's cold, even though I've never had cold Christmases. I just felt more like this is Christmas. So, we usually get here. I don't know if you're familiar with Seattle, but like if you watch like Grey's Anatomy or whatever, like, yeah, Seattle. And we yeah, just. Yeah most of the time we just get rain so it's, it's mostly just a gray rainy kind of cool uh christmas but last year we did have snow and it was it is you're right it is very very christmasy feeling i have always wanted to have a christmas on the beach i think that'd be just fun but um yeah. so yeah so grass is always greener right sort of thing but exactly yeah but no mm-hmm. i yeah but again yeah hope you have a wonderful wonderful holiday season Thank you so much, everybody who listened to this episode of the podcast. You know, you can go and follow uh, us as well as we will make sure all of Philippa's uh, um, uh, social media handles, for that matter, are in the description. So you can follow her as well. And of course, listen to her on Spotify. Make sure those listens go way up because (laughs) so. Uh, Yeah. Thank Thank you, everybody. Once again, we will be back again very, very soon. Till next time. Later.